0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Automotive Sessions podcast.
1: Let's get started with your host, Chris J. Martinez. All right. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? This is Chris Martinez with Automotive Sessions. I've got my, my man, the, the myth himself, Mr. Andrew Street. How are you doing, Andrew? Andrew Street. Wow. Yes, I'm doing well, man. How's, how's life? How's life is business? good, man. Life is real good, man. You know, we've uh, been doing a lot of things with Cars Our Way, um, but Dealer OMG, uh, Dealer OMG Online Marketing Group, what, um, I just qu- quick question for people who don't know who you are. What, what do you actually do uh, with the, your company? Cool. We are a
0: digital marketing firm, inch wide, mile deep, Facebook, Instagram advertising for car dealerships. We've got 23 pieces of tech that we've specialized for dealerships. We've got an all in-house team of people that are right through this wall that do all the tuning of the dials working directly with a small batch of clients per performance manager. Um, we are integrated with all dealers websites and CRMs have good relationships with Facebook. now just we just got Facebook Pro, which I don't exactly know what that means but I, we're I was about to ask a million dollars <laughs> and spend per six months which puts us into a new category of account management with Facebook. And uh good relationship with Oracle. We're flying out there. They're going to sell us on some more of their third party data for intenders and people driving specific audiences uh, about to launch some stuff with Amazon. And the big thing that's exciting for us right now is just we're averaging around $120 in advertising per new car sold, $60 for pre-owned car sold. So that, that, that's kind of the short <laughs> of, of what, who we are. Uh, but we're really in a niche, just focused on auto and in, and
1: paid social media. Okay, that's awesome, bro. Well, so kind wow. of brings me up to the topic. So the reason why we brought up automotive sessions was, you know, I, I've been working with you now for about seven years, seven years, six years, six and a half, seven years, seven years, something in, in like that. July. In yeah. July, right? So, and we always had these conversations on, you know, what's working in the marketplace today. And I said, you know, we this is the stuff that we're, we're talking about is automotive sessions. It's a business that we're trying to figure out how we can drive more traffic to the dealership. And this is how we kind of came together with this thing. But um, for our topic today, you know, we have a, a great, we're trying to give the audience a little bit more information. Um, sure. Lead gen on Facebook versus impression-based ads. What do you, What are your thoughts?
0: Yes, so Facebook's done a good job of trying to simplify their ad tools, and then turn around and make them more complicated and more options (laughs) out there.
1: Complicating Uh is an understatement.
0: It's good. What's good? I mean, it keeps us employed. It keeps me, you know, the need for specialty firms like us to exist. Uh, Lead forms, like I've talked about this at at length. Like as soon as they came out with lead forms, we were the you know some of the first to start leveraging them because I know leads dealers know leads and it bridged the gap between the work uh you know that digital marketers do with impressions and click-through rates and all these metrics and dealers and it's selling cars yeah. services finance um dealers understood leads we understood leads and so we started just doing nothing but leads quickly found out a lot of the leads coming through are people who are not really They're in the moment, and you got to think about where that customer is at that moment. They're sitting, looking through social media for one of an hour a day, scrolling through their phone 300 feet a day, and they're not shopping for a vehicle at that moment when they see the ad. Unless maybe they're in marketplace, but like with Google search, with uh, third-party marketplaces, your auto traders, that person's in market for a car. While somebody is sitting on the toilet, scrolling through their newsfeed, they're not looking for a car. They're killing some time right there. And if I can get in front of them as the advertiser to say, I think this guy's in market because uh, he's come by our website and he's looked at Silverado's, let's get some Silverado's back in front of them. Uh, And then I can trigger that into a lead. That's going to be my, my good lead is, is, you know, my highest converting leads are people who've come by the website, looked at a specific vehicle, Now let's give them several ways to start the conversation, one of which is going to be the lead form, where if we just try to blanket the market with lead forms, my, you know, my, my experience is we're going to get a higher volume of leads because that's where all my budget's going towards trying to get leads. But the quality is going to be much lower to where I'm either going to overwhelm the BDC with trying to qualify and work some shitty leads I've done it for myself too. Like we're, I'm doing my own lead gen for, our, for my agency where yeah, we're, yeah. we're targeting dealers. Getting a lot of leads. The ones that I'm actually turning into business are people who are familiar with us, who've come by my website, who've, who are in my database that I'm uploading. So that's what I'm trying to get to with dealers is a, the, the lion's share of the ad budget is focused on driving traffic, prospecting, getting people to the vehicle detail pages, where the lead forms are really using the dealer's data. So that's gonna be saying, okay, let's upload uh, the CRM, maybe people who purchased Silverados over five years ago, let's get in front of them with the 2019s, as well as the web traffic to say the same thing, let's do that, but for people who've come by the website and looked at the Silverados. Now that person I know is familiar with my store, they like my Silverados. (laughs) They're going to want to start the conversation. Here's a way to do it. Opposed to just going after lead forms. Does this make sense? Well, no. So this is what I like.
1: So two parts. One, going after the dealer's data. Right. So retargeting those customers that have already bought from you. Right. -hmm. They've already shown that they they like you. Now you're going to retarget them and sell them something newer. So that's one part. And then the second part is the dealership's website. So just follow me, right? So this... On average, the average dealer has about 8,000 website visits a month, mm-hmm. right? And they convert at only 2 to 3%, right? The better dealers, depending on how they have their conversion tools on their website, can convert like 7%, right? Now, when you keep that in mind, if you just put a Facebook pixel on there and you retarget those based on people that were already on your website, already showed interest, intent and they're your customers, you can generally create a higher conversion tool with Facebook as a follow-up tool. Totally. And, and most dealers don't understand. It. Right.
0: Like if your website's converting at 2%, which is pretty standard, yeah. it's good. Uh, you're talking about conversion, converting to leads. the leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you were talking about converting to sales. No, no, no. I was no, like, no, dude, no, let's no, no, talk no, about yeah. who your web provider is. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's the way to say, okay, instead of the 2% conversion rate, let's put some tools in place to maybe get 4% conversion okay. rate. And it's getting the 2% from the website and the 2% coming out of Facebook. So now we're getting more conversations started out of the website, not to mention the clicks, the calls, the phones, the, or, or the messengers, messages from the website,
1: but just like actually getting those lead forms into the dealer's CRM. And the biggest thing you said, it's, it's going to cost the dealer a lot less money advertising there. Right. It's so underpriced right now. You know what I'm saying? It's not T V, radio, where you're, you're you're spending a bunch of money, which i can't there's get still the answer to that on Apple Watch. Oh, there's still it's there's still a, a need medium. for that. Yeah, it's already it's listening to you all the time. Yeah. But there's still a need for those mediums. But for the most the the most bang for your buck right now, it's still Facebook and its
0: Yeah. Where it, it costs me literally like in most major markets it's gonna cost me one penny to reach somebody. Through their newsfeed, through their stories, where I'm going to take up, you know, a lot of space in their phone. Versus, you've done direct
1: mail before, right? Yes. yes. It's not. House? It's could be a dollar thirty, could be a dollar fifty. Just depends. so it's more, some, but you get the big, beautiful piece in their mail. Some can give you. They'll charge you even two bucks, depending on how nice and amazing it is. But you know, you're spending five, 10 grand, right, on and look, there's there's gonna be a lot of uh, good mailhouse companies that are going to tell say that they do a good job of it mm-hmm. uh, that's good, but if you want something that can convert a little bit less and get the most for your money, especially right now people budgets are cutting some dealers aren't doing so well. some dealers are doing real well, but it's because they're you know forward thinking dealers that are finding different methods to actually generate and drive traffic to their dealer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and like so, the last component of Mm -hmm. if you are doing lead forms off the website from whatever you know, whatever your sources are for getting leads into the CRM, what do you do to work those leads to qualify those leads to stay on top of the BDC or
1: whoever's nurturing those leads? Because that's the other half of the battle. (laughs) Well, that's the other half. Well, that's the other half that the dealer has to. So it's one thing dealers say, "Hey, you know what? I want more leads." Before you start getting more leads, first make sure you've got a team and process in place to to ensure that those leads are gonna get handled. Right, like you're, it's the worst thing to do is is buy a bunch of leads and then convert or close at a 2% close ratio. I've seen dealers, CRM dealers today, I'll look in their CRM and I'll see they're they're only closing at two or 3% on the leads that they're getting. And they're wondering, hey, where are my, all my leads at? And I'm like, wow, if you're not at least over 15% close ratio on the, on all your leads, then let's start there first before you spend any unnecessary money on trying to get more leads, because right. to give you a lead is like throwing it away. You know, it's the Glengarry uh, line, but it's the truth. I mean, when I look at dealers, why spend all this money to drive more leads if you can't even convert the ones you're at? Now, 15 to 18 percent close ratio. If you're a rockstar dealer, and some I think have done even more than that. I remember when I was at CarMax, the dealers that were um, selling 800 plus uh, used cars a month, they were closing at 20, 21 percent. And I used to look at that and just think, "Wow, how are they doing it?" Right? And I was closing, you know, at 15 percent, thinking, "How do I get to that level?" But you know, it's it's really just comes down to your process, your personnel, your, your people, and just making sure that you guys are are maximizing and, and turning and all your customers, not just when they're in the store, but even those leads. Some of those leads need to be turned to other other salespeople to to handle them a little bit differently because it's that follow up. If you don't, if you're not, you don't have that follow up in place that you know. Hey, I got to turn my leads to someone else because for whatever reason I'm not connecting with this customer, Mm -hmm. someone else might have an opportunity to close them. Or not close them, but convert them. Same thing. I love it, dude. Yeah, it's gotta be quick. (laughs)
0: It's tough. It's tough to be like, you know, have somebody that has a system in place to be really quick to respond. Yeah, Like the leads that we can generate off of Facebook, that's somebody that's ADD. You know, they're not super intent based right there. They fill out that form, if the dealer can get back with them quickly, that's what we're gonna see because the like our mutual friend Alex says, like you know, time kills deals. It does. And yeah. if we take a long time to get back to them, that starts it out slowly. And if we're not, you know, on top of that lead, it's going to get squashed, and we're not going to enjoy,
1: you know, it's doing any lead gen on Facebook. Yeah, and then people are going to be like, you know what, it's not working. And when you start looking at their process, and you're thinking, no, it's it's not that it's not working; it's you're not working. Yeah. And some dealers, you know, it's the hard facts that they don't want to. They don't want to feel like they're they're losing at that, but they gotta look at, you know, if there's, you know, if my buddy Alex always used to say, say this too, he'd say, you know, one finger's pointing at three more are pointing back right at you, right? <laughs> so it's it's not just you, it's it's them too, and it's combination, so right. somewhere along the lines you gotta make sure that your team has the process in place, and if you're ready, then start, hey, look, if, if the benchmark, the national average is 10% close ratio on leads, right? Mm-hmm. If you're doing 20 percent close ratio, you're doing you're doing the absolute best that it's out there in the industry. Then you you're the type of dealer that can handle more deals because you guys are doing real good. Get even more, and some some dealers you know. Hopefully somebody can chime in and, and quote me or not quote me, but comment and say, hey, you know what, we're closing at thirty percent. I'd love to see that dealer because that's a dealer I want to go. To. See, look at their processes and see what they're doing because I've never seen it and I've been doing this for they're out years. there. I've been told, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. people quote, I haven't seen it yet. Cool. Now, I've seen you know floor salespeople that close at 30 40%, but it's because they're not logging all their customers, right? And uh, I've seen those too. And then there's those some salespeople that I've seen that say they close at 90%, which some I do kind of believe that because. If you're just on referral base and you never taken up, I could see closing pretty high. But lead, I'm talking about just web lead. I'm not Mm -hmm. talking about floor, phone. I'm talking about strictly web leads coming in. Because you're gonna have some of your underperforming leads, right? Like, manufacturer leads aren't the highest closing leads. Right? So, there's other sources that, you know, just, they filled out a form and Somehow you got their information and you're calling them and it's not really, so there, there's those stats that are always going to skew your numbers. So that's why any more than 15, 20% that I've seen, it, I've never seen anything higher than that unless, I'd love to just have someone come and, and let me see it because that, that that's a person we'd, we'd, we'd interview and talk to them. Yeah, get them on. Get them on, right? Um, I love it. But this is lead form. What do you think, man?
0: What do I think about lead forms? Yeah. We're three years into it, so it's nothing brand new.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: they've done some iterations on it to where you know we've tried them out in Canvas ads. The easiest shortfire way is just to have it plugged in with inventory ads. That's where I get my lowest cost per lead. you know, putting it with some incentive we were just talking about this a minute ago, but if I have like the dealer incentive in there, have the inventory that's relevant to that incentive, it's relevant to what that person's shopping it's where I'm gonna get my highest conversion rate to off of those leads. So it's not, you know, it's easy to focus on the volume of leads, the price of the leads, but a big component too that I'm always stressing with my team and with my clients is like, let's look at that conversion ratio too.
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. there's a lot of mechanisms in place to to juice the stats on the volume of leads, which is easy to get blinded by. Um, but yes, it's it's a mixed bag. I'd love to say yes, that's the, that's, the, <laughs> that's the silver bullet for dealers. It works well if put into the right place, and that's catering to those lower funnel customers.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Cool. All right, well, brother. Automotive sessions, guys, every Wednesday at about two ish. We're gonna be we are gonna be posting these these videos, and we might go live pretty soon. So okay. we'll check that out next time. But you got it, it. It's always a pleasure working with you or getting on the camera with you. But uh, until next week, guys, thank you. Like, comment, share. Same. We'll see you guys next week. Holler. AndrewDealerOMG.com if you need anything from us.